1: tools yeah what are they good for
0: absolutely nothing sing it again no Hello and welcome, heroes, to the Crit Academy. I am your host, Justin. I'm your co-host, Ian. And I'm your ex-host, Brandon. (laughs) I'm your co-host, Brandon. We hope to inspire you with creative content for you to bring with you on your next adventure. If you haven't figured it out yet, our topic is toolkits and what are they good for? Nothing. You guys... Jack squat. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't know, D&D 5th edition toolkits are... Allow characters to do something they wouldn't otherwise do. The most common one is the Thieves' Tools allows you to pick locks, yada yada. Um, The Herbalism Kit allows you to, you know, mix potions, supposedly. Um, The rules are very light until Xanathars came out, right? It helped. It really did help. I don't think it did enough. No. To be honest. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. So if you do use the fifth edition uh, toolkits and you have a special homebrew rule or or some sort of unique way that you've used them as we kind of make our way through these, please let us know. Uh, it is worth noting we aren't going through every tool, right? I nope. think we picked one for the artisan toolkit, which has got like fifteen in it. I think it was the tinker tools, um, but we're going to talk about some of the major ones. And not only are we going to um, kind of work our way through the uh, toolkits and their uses um but we're gonna add our own little spin on how to get the most out of them how does that sound guys so,
1: yeah it sounds cool i uh, i mean it's a d20 plus proficiency bonus it, it's kind of lame and it's stupid especially when you do it with every single actually
0: toolkit. that's not true what it's your d20 plus your proficiency plus the appropriate ability check that gets overlooked a lot.
1: Well, the mobile check would be used for an alchemist kit.
0: Uh, well, it could be intelligence, if, for instance, um, oh, about flat, let's say Arcana, right? Modifier. So proficiency with the alchemist supplies allows you to unlock more information, uh, involving a mixture of po- the potions mixture or uh, a chemical agents, you know, uh, materials and what it is and how it kind of functions.
2: So let's Intelli- start with the alchemist kit. Go uh, ahead. Intelligence, knowing that your wisdom explodes, wisdom is knowing not to shake it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good
0: example. So with the alchemist kit, uh, we mentioned arcana already, right? Where you can d- call for a alchemist toolkit arcana check. Yep. So now, even if you're not proficient in arcana, you get that that bonus, right? Yeah. That comes with it. And that's something that there's not enough of in 5th edition. What are some cool ways you guys have uh, used checks with maybe uh, uh, skill, skill checks and toolkits together? I'm drawing a blank because no one uses them, which is part of the problem. <laughs> uh, I've done it
1: before with, like, the thieves' kit. Is that not close? I've done with like the thieves' kit in such ways, like, oh, you're gonna try to pick this lock, all right? Uh, Do your roll, and because I, I didn't know about the whole ability modifier add-on, it's just, it sh- the... it's just been a d20 plus the proficiency bonus, mm-hmm. and based on the DC, I'll say something like, um, your picks broke, or something yeah. like that, or or maybe uh the durability of your picks have gone down, but you managed to pop
2: the lock open. Okay. There's something along those lines. What about you, Ian? Not a whole Elk lot. Tools. Like we said, you could brew potions or other chemicals together, but I don't really think I can think of a time where a player tried to do that, like, yeah. ever.
0: <laughs> and, and but and that's the thing, because the rules are so vague in the handbook, they're not going to think to do that, right? Yeah. And Xanathers does kind of expand upon this a little bit, um, and for instance, for inv- using uh, alchemist kit with Investigation... Um, so when you inspect an area for clues, proficient with the alchemist supply, grants additional insight to the the, the substances that might be in the area, whether it's a, a coated chalk that's on the ground or a pile of dust or maybe a dried liquid. You can then say it's not just an investigation check, but if I, as the DM, know that it is a chemical used in poisons or... You can also use the uh, poisoner's kit for this too, right? There's, yeah. little, there, there's a little bit of cross, cross uh, um, comparison, um, and it could be as something as simple as you know that this powder is a primary um, ingredient to like alchemist fire or something like that, right? It's mm-hmm. explosive, right?
1: You wipe up some of the dried liquid onto a small sheet, you take a testing fluid and you drop it on. As it turns pink, you realize, oh, this is one straw poison.
0: Ooh, that's good.
2: Because a lot
1: of testing requires like chemicals and it changes certain the colors. The way they like, mix oh, together
0: yeah. and stuff. I like that. We,
2: let me expose this to, to a flame. It's blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, what does that mean?
2: It means that this chemical is copper-based. which mean, And there's a copper mine nearby. Which no. means it must be one of the miners. <laughs>
0: Ooh, I like that. So, um, and there, there's a lot you can do with them. But the one thing that it does, the, the player's handbook never delved into is like what what can you create specifically, right? It just gives general ideas, like the herbalism kit would say, oh, you can create healing potions and stuff, right? Whereas, but there's no rules for that. Which is a shame, because
2: there were in past editions.
0: <laughs> yeah. So in... uh. Continuing on with Xanathar's Guide for the Alchemist tools, they did give a detail called alchemic crafting, and this is where I do think they delved into it pretty decent, but I'd like to have seen them gone a little bit farther. So it says, you know, you can use your tool proficiency to create alchemic items. A character can spend money and collect raw materials during a long rest, um, and spend up to money up to uh, uh, half. One pound uh fifty gold pieces for every one pound of the material spent, see I don't like that because then it implies that the uh, cost of the value of the material is pretty much always the same
2: well that and the gold cost for crafting I thought was kind of silly so far for the edition, yes, yeah. as for and it takes like what a year to make full plate it's like no, <laughs> well
0: if you're going
1: for this is uh you can use this tool proficiency to create alchemical items is that like when you take a herbs and you crush the hell out of them in a mortar and pest. Petis- no, yep.
0: that's what the herbalism kit. This is more like <laughs> mixing them into like little vials, right? And loyal in and stuff. So it does say that as part of a long rest, you can use them to create one dose of acid, alchemist fire, antitoxin, oil, perfume, soap, and stuff, which I think is really nice. So that's a really good direction. Yeah. But that list is like very small. What are some stuff you would like to see expand upon that alchemic crafting table that we could open it up to the players a little more? There's one specifically I'm thinking of. Go ahead. Explosives. A vial that explodes on impact. Emulating a weak fireball, for instance. Or alchemist fire. Alchemist fire is weak. It's yep. it's good to have on there, but it doesn't scale well, right? No. So how about a bonus on here adding proficiency? <laughs> so every time... What?
1: that's just a thought uh remember how we we talked about monsters that drop certain reagents and stuff as you kill them yep. you cool. kill a gelatin cube you get some some gel and Dude. stuff you add that with some alchemist fire and you make day
0: palm. i love it <laughs> and they just try to put out in the can now they're burning and they're uh melting from that's like acid Laughin and gas. fire damage at the same tear time gas. right mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good one laughing gas and tear gas tear oh, gas oh. tear gas hurts plus 10 cool points for the wife behind the camera there because that's awesome uh, in fact, I might steal that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the one hmm. thing I do think that sucks about this is the stuff doesn't scale, as I mentioned. Yep. So, Watsy has been doing the thing, and I think we were doing it first. I know you're watching, Chris.
1: <laughs> Consumables.
0: Um, where <laughs> you create them, and then there's a bonus based on your proficiency. So, the better you are, the better it is. Even if it's Alchemist Fire that does, what, 1D fire damage? 1D4 fire damage? Yeah. Something like and that. And then you could add your proficiency bonus. So, at higher levels, it does a little more damage. It's still not super potent. Enough to take out a goblin, though, right?
1: <laughs> I love how Alicia went,
0: bam! She hit the enter key when she dropped that on the stream. Glitter bomb. <laughs> Glitter bomb, bitches. So <laughs> so um so I think expanding that list is a good, <laughs> a good start. Flashbang. I, damn, you guys are just full of ideas. This is why I wanted this episode. Because if you don't know, we did achieve one of our stretch goals in our um kickstarter uh, Kickstarter that had uh just recently funded which is exotic equipment perks Mm -hmm. and this is one of the one of the uh stretch goals was deep more fleshed out toolkits (laughs) so this is really me just getting a brainstorm session going (laughs) smoke Smoke (laughs) Smoke bomb Ooh, (laughs) daris that is nice that's what i'm talking about that's the good stuff right there that's juicy well alchemist's ice um, we've done that as a magical item, and I think you can make that work with this because you can you can make all varieties of the Alchemist fire. just change the element, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you need like a, a a a specific you know reagent or maybe it just costs a little more than the fire. Right? Alchemist, holy shit, that's hot fire. <laughs> so all right, let's uh, go ahead and move on to the next one. Artisan tools, as we mentioned earlier, we're not gonna cover every single one because there's like twenty of them. Um, but uh, I did pick one that I thought was fun, which is tinker tools.
1: Gets uh, disadvantage on attacks because you're too busy trying to itchy stuff.
0: Itchy powder. <laughs> People running around scratching their crotch because you put it in their underwear. <laughs> disadvantage on everything because every time they try to swing, they're like... Arr! Especially at Ranger attacks because you're just like... Nah,
1: nah.
0: <laughs> like sque- squeezing them together. <laughs> Idea, a smoke bomb where the smell is so potent, any attempts to track via smell becomes useless. Oh, that is good. A way to fuck with the rangers because, you know... They get so much attention. (laughs) So let's talk about artisan tools. Uh, We chose the tinkers tools because those are just fun. And the idea of tinkering just needs to be expanded upon in general. So in the um, Xanathar's Guide, he gives us a couple examples, ways to use this. And uh, history is a really good one. I like this where you can determine the age or origin of objects, um, even if you only have a few pieces. Uh, remaining of the original and i think that that's a really really cool way it to do. it says dwarf
1: and steel from 300
0: years ago but see that delves into being able to feed the lore lover right the yep. person that loves the lore and expand on your your world and setting in a more natural way oh rangers androids, excuse me silver wolf <laughs> and druids. Um so that's pretty cool. What are some other uh skills you guys uh could use in tandem with this and and how would they get uh the the flavor of the tinker tools across?
2: We kind of covered to the degree later, but uh maybe forge objects.
0: Forge ob- objects? Yep. yep. It does talk about that with uh, uh repairing. Yep. It's close. Um the Xanathar's guide does talk about how you can restore 10 hit points of a damaged object each hour of work that's like, right people your, your
2: items have hp i will forget that
0: yeah right doors have like what like 20 or 30 right mm. just think about that it's easier to to take out a person than it is to break a door do you think <laughs> no it you, hurts
1: do you think you could use tinkerer's tools to change the tumblers of a lock
0: i do now because <laughs> that's cool that would like be some crossover home. between the, the thieves tools and the tinker tools, right? Yeah. Like the someone's going home, they go to unlock the door and it's not
1: working, like what the fuck?
0: They, I like that. They go to go talk to their landlord and say, like, What the fuck you doing? <laughs> <laughs> did you block me out no so that's an interesting thing you could use tinker tools or thieves tools to to reinforce a lock right yeah i think would be really cool i like the idea of the repair i like where you were going uh ian with yep. the crafting of making of something yep. and it doesn't have to be magical right but nope. it can be valuable with tinker tools you should be able to macgyver the hell out of any situation that's what i think of in theory it actually like uh... a rule set for creating the tool you need for the job right my brother-in-law is doing that right
1: now, and I'm getting worried. He said, I want to do this. I, w- I want to make a circular object about this big, and it's got a, a second hand on it. It's like, like it clicks every second? It's like, yes. Said, Give me a roll. He rolls, like, all right, cool. You, yeah, you did it. You made it. So, okay, cool. I want to make it so that when it gets to the uh, the top of the 12, it sends an electrical signal through this copper wire. I'm like, where the fuck are you going with this?
0: <laughs> and where was he going? How much time did you make him take to do that? He was making a bomb. Uh, of course he was. <laughs> So how long in-game time did you take require? Because that requires, like, specific... Well, because they were...
1: They were piled up with a red dragon at the moment. Mm -hmm. And he had a whole bunch of junk laying around. So he definitely had the The material to have it done. So that didn't take a lot of time for him. Um, I did make him use his gold, though.
0: Now, it is worth noting that I think you could do more with this. Because it says object... Even though constructs are classified as creatures, I think you could get away with Tinker Tools being a powerful tool to fix and repair constructs specifically, right? Yeah. Um, the one thing I think I would like to see kind of added to the Tinker Tools is a rule set for the kind of Batman utility belt, right? Um, a good example would be like the conjure the the conjuring item, right? The conjurer wizard yep. can basically make any non magical item that they've seen, right? Being able to just kind of throw something together during a short rest could be a very fun use of this tool, I think. Would you guys use something like that?
2: Depends on the character, but yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, Okay, let's Mm. talk about the disguise kit, you guys, because this is certainly something that we all kind of are aware of, but um, we use it so generally, and... I think we can do more with it. So the most obvious case of disguise kit is what?
2: Right in, the, in disguise!
0: <laughs> yeah, dress up as somebody else, right? Yeah, to get into places you're not supposed to. Stuff okay. Like, stuff like that. So what, what skill check would you apply to that?
1: Uh, p- probably sneak. Or stealth. Maybe even performance.
0: Okay, I can see a use for performance. Deception. Um, deception is the first one that comes to mind to me. But hey, oh, yeah. trying to deceive somebody, you I mean, know. Just so, it's um, weaving <laughs> together a toolkit uh, or a, a disguise kit can really weave a con- help when weave a convincing deception. Can you imagine being proficient with your um deception and then still adding your tool proficiency on top of it, <clears> right? <throat> Because you went through the trouble to, okay, you want to pretend to be a wounded guard. So you throw together this wounded guard outfit. You put on some faint blood and you come and beg the person, we're being attacked, run, go. And trying to, you know, convince them to run away just so that you can get up and walk and tinker to lower the bridge to let your friends in. What do you guys think about that?
1: I think this guy's kit is one of the more difficult kits to be using because I think he can only use it for one reason. And that's to
0: deceive people. Okay, well, how about intimidation? What about putting together a disguise where you're damaged and clawed out and brutally looking? I was thinking about inflatable come. muscles. That,
2: too.
0: <laughs> 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 Give me a second. He just blows it up like you know it gets <laughs> big buffs um but yeah so intimidation is a fun one i think you could have fun with um whether it's these big making turning yourself into looking like a war veteran right with all these scars and stuff and then staring somebody down adding your toolkit bonus to that that would be fun
2: <laughs> right or can you do this just to apply basic makeup basic
0: makeup yep. get the hell out of here with that apply basic makeup if I shave, make and, you look pretty.
1: If I shaved and came up here with basic makeup, I wouldn't look like the same person.
0: Yes, but how is that intimidating? Who's also trying to intimidate? Oh, what are you talking about?
2: Maybe going to the nobles' party.
0: Okay, that's not bad. I can see that. Uh, well, Brandon we're... mentioned uh, performance earlier. Um, using the, the uh, uh, disguise kit to get a specific reaction would be a good start too. Oh, right. So maybe you're yeah. going to try to distract. Um distract some guards so putting on a hula skirt hula skirt and then doing oh, wow. a performance damn oh, wow, like they did in the uh, lion king yep <laughs> yep yum, yum, yum. <laughs> which i thought was a fun part um and of course uh perform persuasion is a really good one right we talk about lying all the time right mm-hmm. but what about using it for persuasion where you can dress i mentioned the guard thing dressing in uniform as a guard and then talking to somebody is going to come with a sort of um power uh, authority with it, right? I was that more along the lines of a priest. Okay. And what? you know, going to scare away the kids?
1: No. You, you said not intimidation. You said persuasion.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Make yourself uh, look like a, like a clown. Man, man um, of
1: the cloth can... <laughs> <laughs> man <laughs> of the cloth can, uh, should have a, a really easy ability to persuade people. <laughs> They're very charismatic.
2: Yeah, I like that. Most of also think of a meme right now. Like... Uh, <laughs> with the where the party fighter dressed like, up like a clown, and, and it was like, why are you doing this? In case someone tries to scry me? Because of the B B E J.
0: It scries. I always keep seeing this ugly-ass clown.
1: Oh my god, Silver Wolf. That's fucking uh, amazing. Let, let's let's hear it. Imagine this. A member of royalty would use a disguise kit to secretly interact with the common folk and gather information on the, any problems that could be solved for the kingdom. Because who is going to come up to the king and be like, hey, uh, there's some shit going down over here. And they're just too afraid that uh they're gonna get their head off. You got bu- you're surrounded by a bunch of yes men. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm gonna go into the public myself and find out what the hell's going on with my kingdom.
0: I like that. You prick. They in uh <laughs> did you see uh in they did that in uh Simbad. I don't know if you watched the uh the uh prequel to Maggie, the anime, but Sinbad is in it and one of the kings dresses as a pauper, basically. Mm-hmm and he's royalty, and he just sometimes he likes to travel incognito to kind of see how everything is from that perspective. Anyways.
1: But that could go downhill, because I remember Jasmine from Aladdin did that, and she almost got her hands cut off.
0: That's true. <laughs> Both <laughs> ways. That's probably because she was a woman, though.
2: I mean, it is the Middle East. Yeah. Right. That's, that's pretty oh, no. fucked up. No, and I did. At some point, out in the animation, if you Hansel. look at where he was going <sighs> to cut her hands off, there was multiple cut marks on that table. Oh, and Disney did are really dark. That? Yeah.
0: Anyway, so uh, there is rules for the creating your own disguise kit. Huh. As part of a long rest, you can actually create one that takes one minute to to don such a disguise. I think it should be longer than that. I think it should take a long rest otherwise – or a, not a long rest, a short rest, or at, least, at the very least 10 minutes. Because otherwise, they can walk into a room in Superman and walk out, which I guess has its benefits too, right? Yep.
2: Depends on what kind of disguise you're going for too, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, who was the – did you guys ever watch Wild Wild West with Will Smith? yeah the 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 dude that's with him uh, always puts on different disguises right and, yeah and he changes uh and blends in with the crowds and threatens to hang him and stuff <laughs> i'm not a lady i'm a u.s marshal <laughs> um so it does give you rules for that i do think that there should be uh it says it takes uh 10 min uh uh oh that's interesting so it does say that you're limited to how many you can carry uh, unless you have a bag of holding, which makes sense, you're not going to be carrying a, a wardrobe full of clothes. So I like that detail. What is so, something else you think you could do I've, with this that would be a little more? I think the reason why it states one minute is
1: because in this specific kind of timeline, makeup isn't a thing. That's All true. you have is clothing, and so. There's...
0: Well, they have like dusts; they can smudge, and they do have makeup. The well, have nobles makeup. wear makeup. Yep. Uh... Okay, it's just like raspberry juice across their eye. You get it stuck together yeah, Gather. So what would uh, so what would you add to it though? I really like the idea of pump, pump pumping up muscles.
1: <laughs> what would you add to a disguise what would you add kit? to a
0: disguise kit as far as a way creative way to use it? Because the most obviously we we gave some details on intimidation and stuff like that. But what would you do with this disguise kit that would really just sell it?
2: Ian, you got anything? Hmm. Definitely a sewing kit in some cases. Okay. Could you... Play dead so you don't, don't get attacked. <laughs>
0: Play dead so you don't get an attack. I love uh, that. Or you could dress yourself as a zombie and walk into town to get the people fleeing away from you. It's a great idea when there's adventurers in the town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> they do attack first, ask questions after everybody's dead. Come at the Fall Beast. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but that, that's Holy a way shit, you talk. could use it, right? Um, and it could be kind of fun in that capacity. Maybe you just do it as a as a joke, right?
2: Nothing about when uh, Bill Murray tried to prank some kids, but, but pretending to be a zombie. get <laughs> a shotgun. Oh, yeah, zombie lane. <laughs> oh,
1: that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a fake mustache that just pop on.
0: Maybe yeah. contacts or something. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of the contacts, right? Or you could make... uh, So something that goes around a lot is wanted posters. What if you always drew a cross-shaped scar on your face? Whenever you did something, oh, get rid of it. When there's witnesses, now they report. Well, the man had a cross-shaped char, cross-shaped scar on his left cheek. You get rid of it, and then you put, you know, an eye patch on the other side. So everyone describes you by that standout feature, and <laughs> you're just that's like, making it up. That looks
1: like him. Get him. Hey, you, Wait. No, that's a circle. That's not a cross. Okay, <laughs>
2: <laughs> just a different shape. <laughs> Every day it's a different shape. It's a triangle today. <laughs> uh. <laughs> huh. A Cyclops on the eye patch. How's that work? Not well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, um, so I I like the play dead idea. That could be fun. Um let's talk about forgery kit. You guys ever actually had the privilege of somebody using the forgery kit in your games? No. Nope. I have. Now if you don't know, forgery kit basically lets you um mm. forge written documents, right? uh mm-hmm. Um and the party in my game had to deliver a message. Now, the rogue, being a sneaky bastard, read it and resealed it, um, which would have gotten him caught. But what was worse is he, he lost it. He lost the letter. And he didn't <laughs> tell the party at all. Because I, I did a, one of those little text messages, right? Because he fell down a hill, and I just rolled and, rolled and he, he dropped it. Yep. But he had already read it, so he forged a new one. Except he rolled really, really low. <laughs> <laughs> so, so not only was it not forged well, it didn't even ha- he didn't even have all the content in it that it was supposed to be there, yep. and it ended up starting a war
2: between two factions that were trying to ally. We need to fake the Lord's Seal. i well, let me see here. Give me a paring knife, some ink, and a potato. The potato. <laughs> <And> the potato. <laughs>
0: Uh sir what's the potato for?
2: I'm hungry. <laughs> no
0: no yeah no I get it.
2: No the curve the, the stamp into the potato. With, no the I get it. <laughs> I'm just oh god I hate you all.
0: Uh some of the other uh skills that you could use such as arcana so using a forgery kit in conjunction with some the arcana skill can determine if a magic scroll for instance or an item is real or fake, right? Mm-hmm. Um or you can make it look real or fake. That I like. Being able to uh, take a normal item and use your forgery kit to make it seem mystical or more valuable than it is. You know what I mean? Someone put glitter on here. That's weird. <laughs> it's a glitter pen. <laughs> what do you guys think about that?
2: You know, the same this, this document. Yeah, you know, the paper's 200 years old, but they use modern ink. I like the idea of giving <laughs> my players
1: a spell scroll that they think is a spell scroll when they go to use it. That's it what happens. <laughs> I banish thee.
0: But I can see a rogue. What the fuck? I can see a roger, an entertainer, using this as like a way to earn extra cash by selling magical charms and stuff. Yep. But they're not magical charms; they're just talismans with glitter bomb on them.
1: <laughs> if there isn't a cartographer kit, there is. Uh, I was gonna say, I bet a forger kit would be a good way to.
0: Actually, it talks a map. about that a, a little bit here with. Uh, the uh using it with other tools and it specifically uses the forgery kit plus the cartography kit to forge a fake map mm. which could be a lot of fun and that's the other thing we got to constantly be aware of the interacting of different tools too right uh forgery kit kit plus smithing tools means fake magic items right or fake magic armor or just something that looks you like it you belongs take a blade to and, a certain and kingdom. Etch
1: what looks like
0: special ruins and no, every they end up at a museum and people are trying to identify it. The language has been lost. We don't know what this says. And it's just some guy just doing it over his lunch randomly diddle, doodling, right? Oh, I like, they of a napkin, fin- not they, a they finally decipher
1: it after 100 years. And it says, "Ha ha ha, you stupid
2: bitches." <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Okay, we finally translated the text. It says, "I prepared explosive runes." Oh crap! Boom. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> This message is going to self-destruct once
0: you finish rating it. <laughs> so um, lots of good stuff for that. I do like the idea of using a history check to gain uh, with the forgery kit. Those two together allows you to improve your ability to create fake historical documents or tell if a, a, an older document is authentic or already been forged. I think the players can have a lot with that. And I think we don't do that enough as dungeon masters tossing in inf- inaccurate information. Yeah, Um, that's more than just you heard this. No, here's a here's a written document. What it is, is they don't realize that that written document was made in tandem with another one to throw off anybody that finds it. Right. Like maybe they got to go two different directions. So they carry one far more in the open. So there is a rule uh, details for the forgery kit in the Xanathers guide, which is called quick fake. So as part of a short rest, you can reproduce a document no more than one page in length. As part of a long rest, you can reproduce a document that's up to four pages. Now, your intelligence check for using Forgery uh, forgery Kit uh, determines the DC for someone else's ability to spot the fake. Yep. So that actually includes the built-in gain and proficiency bonus as you do it. And I like that because I remember I mentioned earlier we don't really have that with some of the other toolkits. But this one actually does. The higher level you get... The higher that DC to detect that it's a fake kids. Yep. right? So, what are some really cool ways you think you could use a forgery kit outside of just forging a document? Telegram. That's still a document. Yep. <laughs> and. <laughs> I mean, that's what no. a forgery kit's <laughs> for. Yes, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. What can we use it outside of that? Uh, a false
1: signet. Is signet, the right word. Like A, uh, a false crest.
0: Ooh, i like that. that that's the one thing false crest too uh, fake coins isn't that something didn't they do that, the that in knight's tale no. they not only had nah, the I fake document but they had like the fake logo and all that stuff on their armor maybe i don't remember it's been a while yeah. fake coins that's a good one fake coins one of the coolest things that i liked about the aragon series is when uh Galbatorix says do you have any idea how much money i spend trying to stop people from making fake coins out of magic that cost me so much time, effort, and money.
1: <laughs> Natalie Breeze. Well, uh, hi, Natalie. I don't think I've ever seen you in this stream hi. before. Art, oh, art yeah. pieces. Ooh, art pieces are just really good. That's
0: one. a good one. Cause... Especially since that's a core uh, uh, way to show wealth, right? Man. So you could literally be hocking f- fake art pieces, which I, I think could saying, be really fun. So thank-
1: everyone thinks of the forger kit as just forging a document yeah that's this whole art thing the fake coins thing i never would have thought that faces
0: yeah Yeah. like i mean you could go so much farther than that and that's kind of why we're having these discussions because i think there's more to it than what we perceive and the player's handbooks didn't help at all but at least Xanathar's kind (laughs) of gave us a a way to 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 go right uh with the the... (laughs) fake road (laughs) signs. oh no (laughs) dude i love that when you're being chased and you just like change the 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 signs (laughs) gotcha bitch (laughs) (laughs) okay we it was a matter of time before we got to the herbalism kit this of all the kits i think is the one that's used the most and is the worst yeah (laughs) i
2: know what you're talking about wrong herb different herbs (laughs)
0: <laughs> anyway, so the herbalism kit, if you don't know, basically allows you to make medicines and <laughs> supposedly potions, right? Allegedly. Allegedly. Now, it doesn't really give you that uh, no. ability as far as I could tell. Um, And that, to me, is a problem. Yep. Now, I understand that potions of healing are considered magic items. Wait, they
2: are. Yeah. Yes, they really and I hate magic? it. Yes, I hate it so much. Which is why, which is one more reason why you can't use fast hands. <coughs> the thief rogue, to drink your potion. I well, let I let thieves use it anyway. When that, that. That,
1: doesn't that suggest that like draw poison is magic item? No. No. No.
0: That's why it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's weird. So, anyways, herbalism kit. So, some of the more common per, uh, skills you could use it with is Arcana. You know, your knowledge of nature. Uh, it, it uses the knowledge of nature and herbs. And adds insight to your magical studies, um, which I think is pretty cool, to identify the different mixtures of potions and stuff, right? So with this, you can be like, oh, this is a potion of healing. Except you misidentify it, and it's actually one of those (laughs) hidden poisons, which has happened in my games and it's hilarious because guess what time people take healing potions <laughs> when they're about to die when they're about to die <laughs> <laughs> so adding another 3d6 or 3d8 or whatever it is on top of that and they just p- to the ground is i promise the most hilarious thing on the world I got this. stay toxic dms <laughs> <laughs> what happened to jimmy <laughs> it's a defective potion <laughs> it's defective mm-hmm. he bleated out from his wounds um all right so it's a blood thinner. <laughs> it's like water just spewing out of them uh yeah, what I'm are sure. some uh other ways you guys would probably uh what yeah, other skills cool. would you use in tandem with the herbalism kit anything come to mind should have
1: both medicine forgery
0: kit madison Medicine, right? Yeah. Medicine. Your mastery of the herbalism kit gives you insight into illnesses yeah. and yeah. augment your method of nature and survival skill checks, right? Yeah. Um, that really uh, – or medicine checks. So identifying medicinal herbs and stuff. <laughs> the problem is the there's problem. no rules. What does that mean? What does it all mean, Basil? That's up to you. Yes. Isn't that terrible? Yep. It's really not well-defined. No. Nope. This, is, this is why I had a problem with this. Ooh. S- seasoning oh Perfect. snap yeah. that is good that is really good and then you get all pissed off you spend three hours looking for delicious seasonings and a wizard just snaps their fingers with prestidigitation and makes it taste great <laughs> the cooking kit there is a cooking kit yeah um, she
1: a secondary like flavor text of all of our rages that we're making like the uh the, the uh, fire blossom or whatever and the fire rose that we scorch that we made scorch rose yeah uh it says oh it does this but if you add
2: on food it makes it spicy <laughs>
0: <laughs> also gives you the Hershey squirts <laughs> so um I do want to touch a little bit on investigation um, with that. herbalism kit um you can inspect an area overgrown with plants um and help pick out details about them so there is a really fun uh a monster we made uh long 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 time ago called the i rot shrub. Now, it's a monster, it's very little, it's, it's kind of, it's very low intelligence, it doesn't move, it doesn't do a lot, but if you run into it, it gives you the eye rot disease, which is brutal. So, using herbalism to identify a threat like that, because the rogue, or the ranger, is leading your party through and rolled like a three and go, whoa, 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 I'd like to check the pass for any poison ivy and or eye rot um, shrubs, you know, so there's some stuff you can do there. Hold up.
2: You used, I told you to find the, uh, f- the plant with a red flower with, with five leaves on it, right? Yeah, and? You brought me one with four leaves. What's the difference? What makes a healing potion? What makes a laxative? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Blue flower, red thorns. Blue flower, red thorns. This doesn't help. This is so much better I wasn't colorblind. The <laughs> <laughs> silver wolf brings up a really good point, and it's only seen a lot of everyday games now. There's, uh, Cooking. And that is that meals provide, like, buffs and debuffs and stuff. Yeah. I'd like to see I'm more that it. in D&D. That'd be really cool.
0: That's one, I think that's one of the things on our list that I would love to do, buff foods. Yep. We've done it as magical items on the show. Do you guys, I classified them as gourmet items. Yep. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I do. We've done a couple of them, um, and they were they were quite uh, delicious, I gotta be honest. Yep. I do want to touch really quick on how I think we can improve the herbalism kit. Do you guys remember the uh the 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 rogue or the the ranger spellless caster? Yep. It could create something that I thought was awesome. Do you guys remember? The, the. A poultice. Nice. A what? A poultice. Like a uh basically a leaf with some medicine, on it, <sniffs> pop it on it becomes like a patch that heals. Oh, Yeah. I think using the herbalism kit as a poultice is amazing. Yeah. And I actually good. wrote this out as an example for when we did it as a stretch goal. And it works so well. Somebody can only be affected by one poultice at a time. They expire mm-hmm. after like eight hours. So you can't just keep building them up. Um, and I think it's a really great way to do this. And guess how much the poultice heals?
2: 1d6 plus your proficiency modifier. That's a good that guess. Sounds, that's wrong. That's
1: what I was going to say. That sounds about right. It's
2: 1d4 plus your proficiency just, modifier. Oh, that's right.
1: 1d4. Because the uh,
0: healing, healing potions, potion. 1d4. So it doesn't start off as good <clears throat> as a healing potion, yep. but it gets better than a healing potion. As you get better at it. Yep. So anyways, uh, so head on over to CritAcademy.com slash blog and check out our episode. Once again, these are taken from uh, the Xanathar's Guide, and we just wanted to add our own little flavor to it. Um, we are.
1: tools are good for nothing, Cause... apparently.
0: Well, I mean, they get used, but not... Not enough, yeah. and it's really on us DMs to remember the players have them so we can include opportunities to use them. So it's not all on the players or Wizards of the Coast Sorry. for giving such crappy instructions in the first place.
1: I remember we covered a supplement that was specifically dedicated to herbalism.
0: I can't remember what it was called. It was like, I remember, I know what you're talking yeah, about, but I don't remember the, the name either. Crescent
1: moons and the stars and stuff. Yeah, and... that
0: was good. So all right, yeah, that'll do it for our show today, I think you guys. <laughs> um. <laughs> I also think you should the poisoner's kit should actually make more than just basic files of potions, but that's yep. another rant for another day.
2: Poison um, darts. I, I mean, really though, I think a poisoner's kit is just a uh, herbalism kit with a different label on it.
0: Yeah, and when you <laughs> yeah. use it, they die instead of heal. <laughs> you got the shopkeeper's <laughs> like, we got too many fucking herbalism kits. Where's the poison kits? Uh oh, poison.
1: <laughs> oh shit, they are really are the same thing, aren't they? It's like yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Alright, that'll do it for our show today. Um We hope that you guys enjoyed this topic. If you do, please let us know. Um I kinda wanna go with this more interacting with you guys. We'll see if that uh works really well for everyone. Um I don't think I really have any uh plugs anymore for today. So hopefully you'll come and check us out at, uh on our YouTube channel and all that jazz. There is a good article by Halfling Hobbies. Um, which was really good. They did a real deep dive in this um, about the different tools, like all of them. Yeah. Uh, so make sure to check them out. Uh, if you enjoy the show, and you want to support us, head on over to academy.com and buy something, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said please.
0: <laughs> Follow us no. on social media. Share our content. If you can't buy nothing or even if you do, share it. Tell everyone about it. Take screenshots and say, hey, I love this product. Yeah, yeah. Um You can choose to tag us on that. If you say, hey, I hate this product, please don't tag me. <laughs> uh i think that'll do it for today i am your host justin i'm your host Ian. and your host brandon thanks for listening keep your blades sharp and spells prepared heroes